0: Caloric expenditure has been bedrock of my fitness since childhood. I am definitely among the better genetic specimen in terms of my ability to expend calories without much efforts. I was always a voracious consumer of all kinds of junk foods, oily edibles, sweetest of sweets. And yet, I hardly was able to add enough weight on my body, much to my dislike. It's funny how badly I wished to be on the other side of the spectrum, like having pot-bellied image on the mirror. How dumb I was, man but I also firmly believe that a lot of the caloric expense was achieved because of my upbringing. Two things my parents did was, firstly, they focused on more better quality homemade foods with lots of fruits and vegetables and meat and dairy, with focus being on having a balanced meal every day. Secondly, they encouraged and ensured that I go out to play every day. Usually I didn't need added incentive to go out to play. I intently used to look forward to when the clock struck 5 PM, when I would rush downstairs to the nearby park to see if my friends arrived. Obviously, because there were no mobile phones with us during that time, so we used to go to everyone's houses to get them out. What a childhood I had. Even during my college years, I was actively participating in sports activities. I had the honor of representing my college and even captaining the football team. And for most parts of those years I remained pretty lean than average person. But, there were ominous signs that were pretty apparent in hindsight. I wasn't at all worried about that time, that my lack of control in my diet and fitness activities is not sustainable. Fast forward to 18 months after my undergraduate ended, I was struggling with my health because of my eating habits and sedentary lifestyle. That's when I decided to join gym, as well as paying keen attention to the calories I was taking in. And the results are for everyone to see. Even when I am traveling, where I constantly try out different cuisines, I consciously keep track of the quality and quantity of calories I am consuming. During one such travel stint, I was just alone with my thoughts. I remember being in Rajasthan, when there was no electricity that night, and I couldn't access internet on my mobile phone. So it was just me with my thoughts, and I felt so good that time in a while. Like a sense of calm after a long duration of chaos. I considered myself in a state of being without constant overdose of new information, and then it struck me. What's it like having an information surplus and expenditure? I love to put random analogies and drawing parallels. Me having this fitness background, just stumbled upon this idea of drawing parallels in working of mind and body. Yes, I know, mind and body work differently. But, just for argument, if we have to draw similarities, then we have to consider information being currency of mind as calorie being currency of body. Now the question arises, as we strive for caloric deficit for our body to stay healthy, should we consider caloric expenditure for our mind? Just to clarify, the kind of lives we live, it's almost impossible to have a kind of scenario where you have information deficit. But we can definitely explore this idea of having information expenditure. Now here, expenditure is a word we would have to use carefully. By literal terms, it would mean losing, so information expenditure would mean like unlearning or forgetting. But that's not what I imply. By expenditure, I mean opposite flow of information, that is from you to the outer world. The most common way by which we all achieve this is by talking. We usually share ideas and information we received with people who we meet, on chat or in person. It usually works perfectly, but it is fallibly dependent on two factors, you need a volunteering person on the other side, and you need to have willingness to be involved. For the first one, usually you have friends, family or partner. But there might be times when they all are busy. Or they might not share empathetic values you would expect from a good listener, which is possible in today's age. For second one, it might depend on what kind of wavelength you are in or where you lie in introvert-extrovert continuum. A lot of people carry a journal to jot down their thoughts, and that in some way is expenditure of information by the user via writing. I have met people who do that and they seem to grow into loving this habit. Even a simple recollection of thoughts, ideas and events on daily basis helps a lot in terms of getting information out. Now, I have decided to take it to a new level altogether. YouTube I still watch because it has become my number one source of information intake. But, I have tried to cut down immensely the amount of duration I spend on social media apps. This is not because of me consciously depriving myself of staying connected in this virtual world. I guess I have gradually grown to being indifferent to whatever's happening in people's lives, unless they specifically reach out to me. This gradual unplugging of myself off is simultaneously complemented by my sheer determination of working on content creation every single day the fact that my majority of day is spent on research and making out content leaves very little room for me in a day to be in touch with anything else people who are listening to my podcast for the first time i want to share that i am also actively working on my youtube channel my blogs as well as my music this way of creatively expressing your emotions feelings and views i feel is probably the best way of practicing the information expenditure i guess people are well read on benefits of being creative in terms of the improvement in mental health and functioning But this idea of information expenditure is new perspective on how mind can achieve its potential better. Mind you, this is just a hypothetical concept that I am exploring myself instead of this having any kind of scientific backing or further research done. This concept might have some other name, a more nuanced nomenclature, in scientific field. But my inclination is to not make a headline or attempt to some outrageous topic. My intention is to just share the way I see my approach towards life. I guess we as humans innately like fantasy stories to be told. This is probably a story that I have weaved around, taking convenient forms of analogous parallels to suit my interpretation of how the life is supposed to be lived. And everyone has in some way formulated such an idealized fantasy, which is congruent to their daily habits and action. But I can't complain about my fantasy if that's what drives me towards my goals. And who doesn't like a good story?